What's up everybody, it's Dan, Binder Boneyard, coming at you from the office. Beautiful Sunday morning here in sunny central Oregon. Um, trying to catch up on some of this stuff I will be doing too today. We're going to consider this kind of a two-parter, sort of. Um, you know, this first one I'm going to talk about today is, uh, and I've done them a lot, and I know it's kind of like preaching to the choir because you guys already know some of this stuff, but this first one is going to be called Buyer Beware. Um, and I've done these before, but it just, you know, can't be said enough. But at first I want to say thank you, everybody, the subscribers that are hanging on, the new subscribers on Instagram, um, the people who understand that, you know, this costs money and it's, uh, you know, it's going to, it's free. I don't charge for this stuff. Um, so, you know, the guys that donate, it's much appreciated. Very helpful. Um, you know, this pays for the production of the of the podcasts and whatnot. So so the uh, the Patreon and the subscriptions, that, that's all super helpful. Uh, and our YouTube channel is getting very close to monetization also. So thank you everybody that watches our videos on YouTube. That's uh, very helpful as well. Um, you know, I try to put out some semi-regular content over there. Got the 56 truck build going right now. Um, and I should have another video up for that here shortly. Uh, getting the rear end put back together on that. So anyway, um, just thanks everybody. Appreciate it. Appreciate it so much. And um, so we're just going to jump feet first into this one. I'm not sure how long we're going to go. Could be quick, could be long. But uh, anyways, I've been seeing a lot of people buying trucks off of the internet and they are straight up garbage. Um, rust covered over with caulking, um, sheet metal repairs that are backed up by, uh, you know, nothing. Um, you know, Mike Moore from Scout Co. posted a picture of a truck that ended up in his shop the other day where they did, um, whoever did the work on it, cut the rusty floors out and welded in a new piece of flat metal, but they did not weld in the proper cab mount. So the cab mount on a Scout 2 um, it's kind of a channel shaped piece that supports the floor over the full width of the floor. And this shady shop cut the floor out, removed that cab mount, welded in a piece of generic flat, you know, hot rolled steel. And instead of, you know, doing something about that cab mount, which is, you know, an inch and a half thick, they jammed another piece of rubber or like a second body mount in there to take up that distance. So on the one side where it still had a good body mount and a cab mount, they just put in a, you know, standard, you know, energy suspension body, body bushing. And then, but on, on the driver's side, they crammed two of them in there to take up for that space. 
And so now the driver's side front body mount, instead of being spread across the whole floor to carry the weight, it is concentrated in this one two and a half inch circle. Um, I think the dead giveaway was the floor was bulging right there where it was, you know, mounted where the bolt went through it. Um, it's not supposed to do that. But, you know, just gaping holes, wiring run through things that shouldn't be run through, um, you know, questionable steering, taking old uh, tie rods and drag length and just painting them black to make them look new. Um, but, you know, they're wore out and sloppy. Things like that. So <clears throat> these flippers are still trying to, um, you know, capitalize on the the hot new thing of scouts which I've actually started to see it kind of um, taper off a little bit uh, they're not quite as hot they're still bringing big money on bring a trailer and stuff like that but I think people are starting to catch on that if it's coming out of a no-name shop that you know has never worked on a scout that there's probably going to be stuff wrong with it that uh, you're going to have to pay somebody else to fix anyways. So, um, you know, I guess this this episode is just going to be about some of the things you need to look out for when um, you're purchasing a rig, you know, and even if it's sight unseen, you know, you can ask the seller to take additional photos. Um, you know, there's always dead giveaways in this stuff when you you say hey I want to see a picture uh, this is really big on like C-series trucks and travel walls hey I want to see a picture under the dash show me a photo of the vent and the cowl of your 66 travel all and they'll go oh bro it's rust free there isn't a lick of rust anywhere in this and you go yeah that's cool but I, I want to see a picture of uh, under the dash and they don't send you one then consider that a blessing because that you know they know it's rusty and they don't want you to know it's rusty so you you know you walk on walk on that sale or they do send you a picture and they go oh I didn't know it was that bad I didn't know I didn't realize they rusted up there you know and then they're cool about it and you can get a better price or something then you know at least then you know what you're getting into but it's it's the same way across the board on all these guys you know you say hey send me a picture of the inside of uh, the rockers on the scout 2 or show me the cab mount show me the body mount mid mid mount um, you know behind the driver's seat show me this or that and sometimes they do and sometimes they don't and when they don't then you know that you're too much work for them and they're gonna go on to the next sucker and so you you know keep keep that in mind like don't be afraid to ask those questions don't be afraid to get more information especially if it's something you're gonna be spending you know sixty seventy thousand dollars on uh, you know the there's just horror story after horror story of guys buying trucks they show up on the transporter and then they can't even get them started. They don't run. There's something wrong with it. Uh, there was a guy in New Jersey that was selling a pretty nice looking scout. 
and he kept conveniently leaving out the fact that it was two-wheel drive. Uh, you know, he'd have all these body pictures, interior pictures, engine pictures of the LS and the aluminum radiator and all the shiny shit. And then there would be one picture from under the truck. And you could see there was no front drive shaft. There was no, you know, no transfer case, nothing like that. And, uh, you know, and, he, and you'd even mention it like, hey, is this the two-wheel drive version or what's up? And they'd go, you go, haha, yeah, just hadn't got to it yet. Like, yet? Um, you put a two-wheel drive transmission in it. So, you know, you fully intended on selling it like this and just were going to hope that nobody noticed. You know, like that kind of stuff, you have to have a keen eye you know, and not even keen eye, just, you just don't take stuff for granted, you know, like they made two-wheel drive scouts, like that was a thing, so, you know, look, make sure there's a front drive shaft, make sure it has a transfer case, make sure, you know, it might not have locking hubs, some of them, you know, have drive flanges or full-time or whatever, but, you know, make sure the equipment is there, like don't get, um, blinded by shiny new parts or fancy paint or or good uh you know nice looking interior and then and then you know and not have important stuff like nothing is worse than spending a bunch of money on something that looks great on the internet and then it shows up and it immediately has to go into another shop for more work or repair on stuff that was supposed to be good um, you know, and this happens across the board. We have a 64 Streamline trailer, uh, and so we're part of a Streamline page on Facebook, and some lady's going through that right now with her freshly restored, and I'm doing air quotes, uh, Streamline, where, you know, it was shiny, it had new windows, it had, you know, fancy flooring, like it had been gone through, uh, cosmetically, and it looked great. Uh, this lady, she's retired. It was her and her husband's retirement plan to hook up to this trailer and travel around the country in their vintage camp trailer. They pull into the campground the first night, hook it up to the water, and immediately flood the trailer. And come to find out that the water tank had a big split in it. It was all original, had never been touched. And so, you know, there they were, stuck with this leaky trailer. Well, then, you know, the guy, luckily is semi-resourceful, was able to, you know, they just, they camped out, of, they used it as a sleeping place and then showered, you know, the showers at the campground or something. But uh, he got a tank online, had it sent to him, he changed it in a campground and then they get it hooked up, no leaks, go to use the shower in the bathroom for the first time after owning this trailer for two weeks now and shower doesn't work you know and it's like I mean that's their I don't say their fault but they really should have checked all that stuff before they pulled it out of the guy's driveway but you know when you see all this work done, you want to assume that it was done right. And 
a lot of times it's not. So, you know, unlike the D-Series trucks, they get rusty cowls too. You know, fold the glove box door down, look at what shape the cowl's in on that. Um, you know, check that windshield header, check the floors, cab corners on D-Series, they, they will rust. Um, you know, check the engine. A lot of guys are selling them. They say, oh, it's a 392, 392. Oh, it just has a two barrel on it. It's just a two barrel, you know, somebody swapped a two barrel manifold on this 392, which happens. I mean, we do that when we do some sniper conversions. We put the two barrels on because it's a better, it's just a better operating system, in my opinion. And, you know, oh, come to find out it's a 304, you know. Um, especially in the C series, you see that a ton where guys are like, it's a 68. They go, oh, it's a 392. I'm like, well, that's pretty rare, you know, that, that wasn't a, I mean, it was available, but not everybody got it. Uh, and then you scratch away at it, and it's a 345, which, great, I love 345s. But I've seen guys go, oh, it's a 345, because it has a two-barrel, and then you, you clean off the data, the pad on the side of the block, and it's a 266. You know, like, you have to do some research like do your diligence like find out what size motor it is make sure that it's a actual four speed i saw a guy selling a scout one time that that swore up and down it was a four speed four cylinder four speed well turns out he was counting reverse so it was actually a three speed with reverse you know so uh i'm not sure if somebody bought that or not but it took some coaxing to get the guy to admit there was actually three forward gears and you know instead of a four speed with four forward gears uh, you know so you know really really try to you know not take people it sucks to say it but just can't take people for their word anymore especially when it's unscrupulous flippers and guys trying to make money or shady guys that don't know anything about them but they're you know pulling them out of fields and, and facebook is so full of them right now these guys don't know shit about shit and then they go oh yeah you know it's a it's a 304 four speed whatever and then they post some pictures and it's a three on the tree you know it's like what are you saying like i saw a guy selling one as a four-wheel drive and it was a it was a one, uh, 1,000, which is an IFS front end. I'm like, you didn't even stick your head under there. Like, you just assumed that it was four-wheel drive because it was an international. Like, just guys, and you know, and then you try and tell them, you, know, you try and correct them, and they're like, oh, ooh, and they get all shitty about it on the internet and block you, or they think you're trying to ruin their sale. It's like, well... I'm not trying to ruin the sale. I'm trying to help you uh, list your item correctly so you can have the best possible result, you know, because nothing's worse than selling something and then having the customer or the client or whoever, the buyer, come back and be like, hey, man, this isn't what you said it was, um, which is why I have rarely do I do consignment sales um, because of that reason. You know, I did that one 
for a customer of mine that Levi bought and you know you can go back to the old that old podcast and that really bit me in the butt you know and so I don't do that anymore unless I can have the scout or the truck here I can go over it very closely and then drive it and make sure that it is sound before I you know take somebody's word for it and just try and sell their shit for them so um, you know really really just check stuff out like the C-series is under the dash cowl rust check for that floor rust open the hood look at the cowl there look for rust in that region um, the back cab floor area where it seems together cab cab wall to floor check that for rust um, you know really really look into that stuff some of the mechanical stuff is hard to, to do like uh, brakes you know if you're looking at a c-series with the big six lug pattern and and you're wondering about the brakes the brakes are sort of questionable like you can already guarantee that you're gonna be in it several thousand dollars repairing the brakes so you know stuff like that to think about on the scouts I know I'm jumping all over the place but it's just kinda what's coming to mind um, you know on the early scouts just try to check stuff like make sure find out why uh, you know the wipers don't work or why it's got an electric fuel pump or you know why it's got a boat tank in it instead of you know the saddle tanks or things like that you know it's always and, it, and some of this is just like to me it feels like common sense but you know a lot of people don't think about it when they go oh it's not running because it just needs um, you know the carburetor needs flushed out like they will run maybe poorly and not for very long but if the carburetor moves any fuel at all it'll run so if you can't splash some gas down the hole and get it to fire then there's something else going on um, you know then that gets into the ignition side of it and electrical um, you know if you're buying something high-end make sure all the lights work get a video of the right turn signal and the left turn signal and the lights turning on and the high and low beams working make sure that it has a motor in the heater box like I've seen that there's two scouts have come in here now with no heater motor and the customer didn't even know you know because it's you know you look in the engine bay you're looking at the engine you're not looking for accessories and stuff like that so you know really really check stuff out closely especially if you're spending a ton of money and you're not gonna have any recourse that's the other thing is that people buy these rigs they spend a ton of money they get trucked in across the country and then they get it and they're like what the crap is this they call the guy they bought it from and the guy goes huh I guess you should have came and looked at it you know not my problem I you know I disclosed everything in the ad or whatever or the ad didn't say that it had working heat or you know stuff like that and then they just continue continue on and you know there's some pretty shady builders out there that leave it up to the buyer to discover these problems and then just shrug it off you know guy in California I know bought a travelette and then 
went through a bunch of shit with that and you know ended up selling it at a loss after he paid for all to fix all the stuff that should have been right in the first place um, you know guys getting trucks that were two-wheel drive originally they're fairly easy to convert to four-wheel drive but they have mismatched gears I've seen that a lot you know rear end will be you know 409 and the front end will be 373 or vice versa or whatever and you know they just assume it once it's out of their shop then it's you know not their problem so just really ask the questions if they're offended by questions you ask then that should be a red flag if they don't want to send you pictures or they don't know what you're talking about or make you feel bad for inquiring like that's a red flag um, if you check around the internet and there's nobody has anything to say about that particular shop they turn out tons of work but nothing there's not a lot of good stuff you know maybe a few comments here and there or their Instagram has the comments turned off or stuff like that like it's a red flag um, you know, so just really, really pay attention to that kind of stuff. Like, don't, don't fall for the shiny paint and the big wheels and whatever. You know, even little, little cues, like you'll see, um, shined off sections of the front of the frame near the steering box where the tire rubs on the frame or the steering box because it's, they're too big. The offset isn't right of the wheel, tire's too big whatever so every time you turn sharp the tire rubs on the frame and and whatnot and some people don't mind that but other people it's annoying and you know it's hard on things when the tires are rubbing on springs and, and everything else so you know little cues like that um, just you know especially if they don't know the history of it uh, it's, oh I just bought it at an auction or oh it came in from somewhere else or something like that like it's you know it's one thing when it's like anything scout and they have a, a whole yard to pull builders from and yeah they might not know the history of the particular truck that they're building but they're building from zero you know and so it doesn't matter the history it had because it's going to be all pretty much all new anyways by the time they get done with it but you're seeing these other shops that are doing minimal rust repair slapping paint and interior on a truck that they don't nothing about and then it runs okay ish um you don't know what the transmission's doing you don't know any of that stuff and sure you know and it's so common for them you know you pull them out of a field and you get them running and driving and then after two weeks of driving them then all of a sudden it starts leaking seals that were dried up and haven't been used for years all of a sudden start leaking uh brakes that you thought were good wheel cylinders start leaking, master cylinder blows through, um, you know, shift cables stick, transfer case won't shift. Uh, we have another scout in here that apparently got ran with no oil in it because they, you know, pulled it out of a field. The builder said, oh, you know, everything's good. Didn't even check the oil in the transfer case and ran it, I don't know, a while and just burns up the bearings. So again I keep harping on it but ask the questions pay attention blow the pictures up 
look for the troubled areas and, you know like I said on the scouts the floors and rockers and quarter panels cab mounts uh, the top drip rail uh, same C-series cowl top drip rail cab corners D-series windshield frame um, cab cab corners cab mounts uh, pretty much the same across the board. The 50s trucks are a little different. They rust under the floor, rust the floors. And the beds, they always rust out. So, um, you know, just things like that. Or you guys go, oh, it's easy to fix. Or, oh, it's missing this, but you can buy that anywhere. Like, why didn't they buy it anywhere? If it's a $17 part and it's going to add $150 of profit to their sale, why didn't they do it? You know, so you gotta ask yourself that kind of thing. Oh, missing a tailgate. You know, that can be a big deal. If you really want to have a truck with a tailgate, um, they're getting hard to find. And when you do find them, they're expensive. So, you know, use that as a bargaining chip if or whatever. And not just missing a tailgate, but a lot of times they're missing the hardware for the tailgate. Um, so, you know, make sure that your tailgate, if it's missing, you at least have the hardware. Or know what you're getting into if you don't have that part. So, um, yeah, just really do your diligence, do your homework, check out everything. Really try hard to not fall for that love at first sight trap of shiny paint and you know lipstick on a pig and polished turds and and everything else. So. Um, Hopefully this was informative. Hopefully it didn't uh, hurt your feelings if you did get hurt by something. And uh, yeah, so the next uh, the next episode um, going into is uh, all about Scout 2s. So maybe you can apply what you've learned here and what you applied in the next episode to uh, to your next purchase. But anyways, thank you for being here. Appreciate you very much. I love you all. Uh, until next time, I'm Dan from Binder Boneyard. Yeah.